Welcome to There Must Be More, a Bethel Ottawa podcast. Remember to like and subscribe on YouTube at Bethel Ottawa and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Hey, welcome back to There Must Be More podcast, a Bethel Ottawa production. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rob. And we just want to say thanks so much for listening. And remember to like and subscribe to our Bethel Ottawa YouTube channel to follow us on Spotify podcast and Apple podcasts. And just so you know, I nodded along with all of that. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, welcome to our episode. This is episode number two. Can we believe it? We're excited. Oh, we made it. We made (laughs) it. We did one. (sighs) On to the next. All the way to number two. Okay. So we, last week, were talking about impact. And we're talking about impact because at our church, Mm. our theme for the year is impact, impact, which is such a great word. I love it. Like, I think we gushed a little last week about how amazing that word. And we still feel the same. I feel exactly (laughs) the same. Okay. So we're going to continue down that path. Last week you shared your story. Thank you for being open. Thank you for being vulnerable. There was difficult things in there Mm. to talk about, um, but you shared. And the thing that I took from it, which I was so excited about, Mm. was the victory that you experienced in your life, even through difficulty, through adversity, um, God just shone through it. Yeah. That's Jesus. Yes. Well, thanks for listening and thanks for, you know, asking me about my story. But now that we've heard mine, Mm. I'm very excited because Roberto, we get to dive into your story. So I want you to tell all of our listeners out there, um, about your story, how you kind of came to faith, and what that's looked like for you. Okay, let's go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, so I also grew up in a Christian family, mm. right? Um, my family was actually Lutheran. Oh, though. interesting. The Lutheran brethren, as it were. Okay. So um, great church. Like me and my wife were actually married in the church after wow. I had come back to the Lord. All that's that so good special. stuff. But so it's, it's like it was a, a important part of my life. Mm-hmm. But I would say at you know. 12, 13 in that area, I stopped mm-hmm. seeing the point, right? Like I the just... The point of God. God yeah. Church. There was a lot of things I started questioning, yeah. like um, sort of, it felt like just rule following. Yeah. It felt like avoiding sin was my main goal mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do that, yeah. right? <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And so for me, honestly, a big part of um, why I left the church and left God behind mm-hmm was I needed to find friendship, a relationship. And some along my life, I had experienced some bullying. Mm. And this is like deep root stuff that I don't really love going into because it makes me feel... That's okay. Right? You're in a safe space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> with you, yes. but Shannon's yeah. in the room. <laughs> so no, um, like there was a year, this was weird... When I was in grade five, there was, I had three really great friends mm-hmm. and they were awesome. Except one of the friends decided that he was going to start a club called the Nerd Busters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So one person got to become the nerd oh, and it was no. me. Was it you? Yeah. I'm so so sorry. like, oh, we like actually had fist fights, me and him. Oh, my and goodness. it was like constantly for a whole year mm-hmm. just being outcast. Yeah. So it was like the worst year of my life. One of my life, one, one of my lives, of, uh, <laughs> one, of one of the of worst sections of my life. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I remember moving to Calgary and okay. I made some friends there, but this one guy like tried to beat me up oh my and I goodness. just out of the blue at school. 
Like what on earth? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, so I kind of hard. it became about finding where I belong with people. Mm -hmm. And like, I was always like a kid who was social and I was always like, I always had lots of friends, Yeah. but for some reason I just had these few bullies. And I think everybody along the way experiences somebody who doesn't treat them well. Yep. Right. And that sense of wanting to belong and be part of something. hundred percent. Yes. So when I moved, uh, again, back to Saskatoon, I moved a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I found this group of friends and we all got along really well. Actually, I'm still friends with them to this day. Oh, right? that's amazing. Uh, but uh, I just didn't find the value in church and God. Yeah. I found it in those friends. Right. Right? So there was a long section of time in my life from like when I was literally 15 to 25 where I mm. didn't attend church. And like last week in your story, you shared that you believed, mm-hmm. but you didn't really follow kind yeah. of, right? That m- Mine was similar because yeah. I called myself a non-practicing Christian. Yes. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's real. Um, now the trick was I still held on to a lot of ideals in my high school days. Yeah. Right? Like I really still believed in waiting till marriage. Okay. Right? Um, and then I also... Like, I wanted to believe that God existed. Yep. But eventually I made some decisions that, you know, yeah. went against that. <laughs> yep. And once I did, it became easier to keep doing those things. It's easy yeah. once you... Yeah. It snowballs, It right? snowballs so, for sure. Yep. Yep. And what I ended up doing was seeking out love, acceptance, and all those things. And while I mm. had it to a certain level with my friends, of course, yep. I obviously wanted it from, like, a mate. Yep. Like, I would love to get married. Like romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partner. But I yeah. also still had the ideals from my my family's faith that when mm-hmm. I got married, that was it. Yeah. Like, it. there is no divorce One for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I didn't necessarily experience that out in the world. People mm-hmm. were not of the same mindset. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really fit in yeah. with the girls I would date. Okay. And so there was a lot of relationships mm-hmm. and a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and I would just continuously try and fill the hole that I was trying, like acceptance and love. Yeah. Like that void. L- you had that void. Literally all, like I am the poster child for the God shaped hole in your heart, right? Like <laughs> all that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. the poster child for that. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying so hard all the time mm-hmm. and, uh, it would never work. Nothing was working out. So I would end up finding it in like partying, alcohol, drugs, um, bad relationships. And then it just was, it became so empty and I, I would, I worked, I made okay money, good money. Um, and I just couldn't find anything that mattered. Yep. Right. And it was really weird because I actually would like drink alcohol or use drugs to feel things where a lot of people Mm, numb numb it. You're the opposite. I was the opposite. You were were searching for something. I couldn't feel on my own. Oh, it was weird. It was just like sort of backwards. Yeah. So I would do those kind of things to feel things. To feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say that you were like you were looking for something to satisfy you or you were yeah. just like looking, okay, for something. What was your like, other thing? Or <laughs> like, <laughs> or just like a sense of like feeling um, like personally, like just like known and loved and like deeply both. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, like goes in the same. It does. I, I wanted to feel accepted. I wanted to feel loved. Yeah. I wanted to matter. Mm. Right. Yeah. But didn't really, didn't feel, that didn't feel any of that. And any of your like relationships, did you 
like feel like friendships or romantics? Like, did you ever come to a point where you were like, yeah, I think like this is it then. Like, this is like, I'm satisfied with this. Or was oh, it no. just constantly like, no. this is not working. Like, this is not filling my void. I don't know that I had the the capacity to understand that I, what fe- what filled the void and what didn't fill the yeah. void. So I just Tried s- looked for what I knew. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I knew that I felt something when I went out with friends and mm. partied. It made me feel something. Yep. When I was home alone, I didn't feel anything. Mm. Right. Okay. So when I went and did these other things, I felt something. And so I would do. It was honestly very. Um, it's not cathartic because. That's a good thing, yeah. <laughs> but it was medicating, right? Yeah, like I was just yeah, I was medicating to yeah. to feel anything. Yeah, which seems backwards, I know. Which yeah, sounds yeah. it, but that's hey. But that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, and so I struggled for like ten years, honestly, yeah. just with everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stay in a relationship for longer than three months wow. until I met Shannon. I yeah. had never been in a relationship longer than three months. So were you the one to always like cut? Were you like, this isn't it, like I'm out of here? 98% of the time, two times, no. Okay. Two times I had my heart broken. Yeah. But that actually helped me to spiral (laughs) further, right? Like (laughs) having those feelings for somebody and then having that taken away caused me to hurt and like slipped me into depression. It's kind of debilitating when you you feel like you've latched onto something that you're like, this is it. Yeah. you're like, nope. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, no, and it was super difficult for me to disengage, and it was super difficult for me to find purpose anywhere else than mm. trying to find it in another human. Yep. So I would, 98% of the time, I would break things off yeah. because I was really Jerry Seinfeld about things. Like, I would just find the littlest thing. Something. Okay. And, and it would, it would it? And nitpick it, and then, uh. like, yeah, I know for all those who don't know Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. But so I was just, honestly, I call them my wisdom years, and I'm putting bunny years up. Yeah. For the people who are listening, uh, because I just thought I understood things and Mm. really had no idea of self, no idea of what motivated me and why I was doing what I was doing. Yeah. And then I started working at this place and the, I, I, I met a guy and mm-hmm. I, I brought this Pearl Jam tape to like a tape. It was like a VHS. You love Pearl Jam. By yeah. The way. So by the, I'm wearing like a Pearl Jam hat v- right he now. Okay. So, but I brought this VHS tape. Wow. Like, this is how old VHS. school this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A okay. Pearl Jam and this concert thing. And he's like, who's the big Pearl Jam fan? I was like, I'm the big Pearl Jam fan. <laughs> he's like, cool. Best friends. I'm like, yeah, best friends. <gasps> he's like, sweet. Now you should come to my church. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> right? And so I use this in my testimony. Yeah. Like all the time. I'm like, if you just say six words to people mm-hmm. sometimes, that can change their eternity. Yep. You should come to my church. Yeah. Wow. Like that simple. Say it again. Right. You should, you should come to, come church, to my church. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it started with just a relationship, mm-hmm. some commonality yeah. and like acceptance. And yeah. God had been speaking to me. Um, up to this point, I was taking classes in like world religions and I couldn't make mm. sense of any of the world religions. I'm just like, this, this just doesn't make Does sense. It feels off to you? Yeah. yeah. Like what I'm being told here doesn't, doesn't add oh. up. And, and then God led me to scripture that just said, don't be thrown around by winds of doctrine. Right. Well, and I, this is while I'm not following him and really don't have any kind of relationship, but all of it happened in one season. Wow. And then like I'm that. like, okay. Actually, to add to the story, one yep. of my friends who was essentially an atheist and ended up being the best man in my wedding, at the exact same time, mm. came to me and said, my brother goes to this church. I'm thinking about going there. 
Whoa. Same church as my buddy invited <gasps> me to. I was going to ask you, was it the yeah, same church? exact same church. At the same time. Same time. I'm like, wow. okay, if you go, I'll go. Listen. Right? God is always like moving in the... Like, when, in the you background, can call that coincidence. It's a, <laughs> you we want. don't believe in. Well, no. I don't know about you. I'll speak for myself. Yeah, but yeah. like, we don't believe in coincidence. Like, there's not luck, right? Like, God was clearly doing something for both of you. But, mm-hmm. anyways, go on. Yeah. So I went, and in the first service there, under Pastor John Drisner, um, I just felt I, God spoke to me. He said, mm-hmm. "This is where you belong." Wow. And I said, "What did you say?" Okay. Okay. But, but like, nah. I always said, okay, but, but there's always a but. I don't want there. a pastor. I don't want... We talked <laughs> no, about this last week. Talked about this last week. <laughs> I don't want a pastor. Yep. I don't ever want to speak in tongues. And I yeah. do not want to meet a girl that's a Christian. So why didn't you want to meet a girl that was a Christian? I think that the truth of the matter is, yeah. is that I felt unworthy of a woman who was a Christian. Mm, yep. But I would have said it's because they're too stuffy or prudish yeah, for like me or whatever, yeah. right? And that's yep. what I would have said. Too homely. <laughs> but yeah. the truth... No, nah, it wouldn't have been too homely even. It would have been that... That I would have said it was because they're too prudish yeah. and too sticking, and it wouldn't be fun enough for me. Yeah, yeah, like boring. But it would. The truth is, is that before me and Shannon got married, I had to tell her a lot of truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And explain my past. Yeah. Um. So I think it was fear more than scared, you, like you were scared of getting rejected again or something or sharing that. Yeah, and sharing yeah. that part of me that wouldn't be accepted. Right. Mm. But Shannon is Shannon. Yeah. Right? The best. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not just saying that because she's in the room. With me. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, from that point on, it was uh, I met Shannon later that day. I that think, day I that you so. said the I think, same yeah, day. Yeah, that she came you up said, to me like, and just said hi. And then like the next it. week, she made me a mixtape. St- oh my gosh, a mixtape. She That's saw how you know she saw love. the goods and she was like, uh, <laughs> she goes, I gotta snatch those up before somebody else I gotta does. Snatch that bald man up. <laughs> <laughs> That's some high quality scalp right there. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> so somebody had to. That Thank you, Lord. So it was funny. my, my oh, awesome, okay, so awesome. On the life. same day. I met Shannon. You met Shannon. Yeah. And that's kind of funny because like that goes to my like testimony of those three things that I brought to God. He mm-hmm. went <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> he was like, right. Okay, pat me on the head. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, Rob, yeah, you sure. don't you yeah. won't you won't be a pastor. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> you won't find a Christian wife. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um from that point on, uh it's just been a journey with him. Mm. So my my testimony is a little more just hot me hot mess. I didn't <laughs> I didn't really have a lot of bad things that happened other than yep. some bullying, right? Yeah. Um but uh it was really a confused, seeking fulfillment kind of journey that mm-hmm. was only settled by God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of you feeling like you want to belong. There's a lot of you feeling like not good enough mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. So when you decided, okay, I'm going to like walk this out with God, like did you experience your like freedom from insecurity and all that like right away or like talk I want to talk about that because there's this notion of like everything's going to be right with God have I experienced like, it fully have, yet <laughs> and, well like hey like it's a journey right it's like a journey I think a lot of us think okay like I'm right with God, so now everything's going to fall into line. And, like, they hear that part of your story, which is great that you, like, met Shannon on that day, but Mm -hmm. there's so much more layers to it. It wasn't just like, okay, I accepted, I met Shannon, this is it, like, I'm good to go now. Right? So talk about how you kind of, like, found healing with God 
in that process a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So, but I, and I'm still finding healing, mm-hmm. right? So, and actually, and God's been speaking to me more about it recently mm-hmm. than ever before. So like, I never thought to look at the kid who was bullied because, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll just be honest here. I was bullied. Then two years later, I did some bullying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it wasn't like to the same level. I just yeah. made fun of a kid in front of other people, yeah. but it was out of the same. I understand what it takes to be the kid who's loved here. Yeah. So I'm going to jump on that and do it yeah. so that I make sure that I'm in the loved place rather yeah. than so in the hurting place. So I don't have yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. Um, but doing the deep work, like God's telling me now, I want you to know that kid because you've sort like of shut, shut him out, mm. right? Like, like even just in our conversation, I don't want to talk about him because yeah. it makes me feel a certain way. It makes feel, yeah, it's hard. Right? Yeah. But there's that kid who's still screaming, right? I, mm-hmm. Like, I want to be loved, Aww. right? Yeah. Don't, yep. don't like say, oh, and make me no. like, cry. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, because, no, I understand, I understand that. Yeah. So yeah. like God's saying, like, do that deep work because a lot of the things I still do mm-hmm. come out of that little boy. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, people pleasing being nest, yeah. like definitely one. So yeah. like even just in conflict, wanting to make everything just sort of copacetic yeah. so like, that you don't feel things, things about me yeah. that are negative. Why do yeah. you think I try and joke all the time? <laughs> that was my Election. mechanism yeah. that like I've used. Yeah. And I don't mind having it and I'm still going to, I'm not going to stop yeah. trying but to you're be st- funny. You're, you're still a funny guy, I'm but still you have to do it. At if, least try. Do it in a healthy way. Trying. You can yeah. do it in a healthy you way. Can. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so it's still an ongoing process, but that's also the beauty of it, right? Is that what he did was he took me out of my mess, first Mm -hmm. of all, so that I didn't have to be in that mess. I didn't have to look to a future that had no hope. Yeah. That's where I was. Mm -hmm. I had a future that had no hope. I had no clue. I didn't understand where things were going to go, what my purpose was or where I was going to find the love that I needed, yep. right? Yep. I, everybody needs love. Everybody, everybody needs yep. it. Um, and so he picked me up out of that and said, here's a place for you to be, mm. right? Um, here's a purpose for you now that you can live in and exist in. Yeah. And for us, it was like worship. We traveled around doing worship music, yeah. which was pretty cool. And then cool. we like made an album and like... Did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't go look so it up. cool. I kind of... I will. I mean, I was only the <laughs> bass player too, which was just perfect. So cool. I could just hang out in the back, right? And yeah. do cool, crazy things. And yeah. it'd be, oh, it's just the bass player. Oh just gosh. don't mind him. Um, <laughs> and then... But he's just continuously growing me. So like the the point of following Jesus is that he transforms us all the time. Mm-hmm. And so thinking that I would even kind of be close to who I was when I was, you know, 26 and gave my life back to Jesus, mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm not even close to that person. Yeah. And I hope 10 years from now, I'm nowhere close to this person, right? Yeah. Like, hope he's done a even more of a transformation yeah. in me. So it's been an ongoing process. Some people do get like immediately healed of mm-hmm. things. And in ways he did that for me. For sure. Right? He yeah. gave me that place to be yeah. and that place to belong. Yeah. And all of that good yeah. stuff. But as far as me, yeah. there's a lot of work and there will be until I see him. Yeah. And that's just I think that's for everybody. I think that if we realize that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. I think that yeah. people get into like one issue. I think that somebody is like, Well, I'm I'm an addict. 
Mm-hmm. So if I could just not be an addict anymore, then everything's gonna be then fine. everything's good. It's yeah. like no, like there's a root to that addiction, and there's another yeah. root that it comes, and yeah. there's roots there's all layers over, and layers and layers. And, and so, yeah. like God has spoken to me very recently about the the importance of um, caring for the one, yeah, which is something that's really hard to do in Big C Church. Yep. So you can preach a sermon, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to care for the one in that. Yeah. Because you need to make big statements of yeah. truth, which yeah. are great. But there's that person who it applies to them one way, and it applies to this person another way. way. And there's one who hears it this way, and maybe they heard it wrong. Mm -hmm. And like, there's just so many levels. And people don't become things just on this. There isn't one way that a person becomes something. Yeah. Right? Like, say you have a bunch of people who hate themselves. Mm -hmm. They all got to that place differently. Differently, They all have a different story. Yeah. Right? And so being able to care for people... Uh, on that level to the one person mm-hmm. is just so important, I yeah. think. I agree. That's beautiful. And ha- Jesus, like, showcases that. He does, all right? All the, like, and if you if you read the Bible and, like, you don't see that, like, you need to, like, dive into the Gospels. And, yeah. like, when he, you know, there's so many examples. The Samaritan woman and, yes. you know, like, the man at the pool. and the like thief you, on like, the cross. Yes. Like, right? it's always just for, like, the one person. Wow. That's like that's a crazy journey that you've. It's a it's a really on. beautiful journey. Yeah. I love it. I love what God's doing in my life, um, and I'm really grateful to Him. Does it mean it's easy all the time? Nope. But like whoever <laughs> whoever told us <laughs> that Christianity is easy, or they lied. You get backseat in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Back of the line, mm-hmm. butt ball. Because <laughs> it's not, not true. It's not true. It's not true. But. Luckily, like you said, like we have, like there's so much grace, there's so much mercy, and there's so much hope. Yeah. Right? Even in your story and like the hard times and like we always, you know, like the gospel is hope, like the, it's redemption. Yeah. Like if you look at the whole picture, so right. it's redemption. And so there's like lots of that in your story. So I would just want to know, um, what would you say is like the biggest impact that God has had on you? Only one thing. <laughs> so that's a good question. <laughs> that is uh, the biggest impact the that biggest he's had impact that he's on had my on life. Him. Yep. Oh, man. Learning to trust him mm-hmm. is... That sounds weird. That sounds weak. No, it's not weak because that's so difficult. <laughs> so what does trusting look like for you then? Oh, my goodness. Trusting looks like bringing my tiny little mustard seed of faith Mm -hmm. and being okay that it's only a tiny little mustard seed of faith Mm -hmm. and realizing that it isn't about how good I believe or how much I believe, but that I just believe with what I can and that he will turn that into something beautiful. Yeah. Right? Like, I think we get worried about our abilities in following after Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's like... He's just saying, come and walk on this water. Yeah. And when you're sinking, I'm going to pick you up. Yeah. Right? Um, mm, so so good. there's a lot of times where I have to wait. And those are super difficult. Sucks. But he's like never failed me. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So I think that the biggest impact he's had on me is being able to trust in him. Yeah. Like you need to... Be able to put your hope somewhere. Yep. Right? In the right thing. And it can't be in me mm-hmm. because the weight of that is too much. Too much to carry. And we're not meant to. Like, no. that, there's a reason why, like, in Matthew, he says, like, 
my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Like we're yeah. not supposed to, that's yeah. for him to Yeah. And with. honestly, taking, putting my hope back in me takes me back to the place of being the little kid who mm. needs all of the pats on the backs and yeah. all of the hugs and all, and yeah. you know, like takes me back there. Yeah. Not that we don't need those things because we do. We need do. pats on the backs. We need hugs. For we need sure. love. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But if I'm putting my hope in me, yeah. then my identity comes from what I achieve. Yep. And when that comes up short or different than I expected, yeah. it's defeating. Yes. And so he, I don't have to And do that's that. not what God wants for us. He doesn't want us to live in a state of defeat. No. He doesn't want us to walk around just trying to perform. No. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no No, we need to live in freedom. Yeah. Right? So no matter what comes... I'll be okay. Yeah. And I'll still be loved and I'll still be valuable. Yeah, because you trust him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you, Lord. It's hard. Yeah, thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's, it's hard, though. It is. It Absolutely. Is hard. But listen, we can do hard things. We can with we him. have him. That's right. Yeah. We can't, do it. we can't do it alone. We can't do it by ourselves. No. Okay. So we're talking all about impact, yep. right? That's our theme for the year. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel... That God is impacting you, like, right now, in this moment, in this time. Yeah. How is God, like, impacting you in your life right now? In my life right now, he is giving me dreams and creativity like crazy. Like, so all the places. But he's teaching me how to slow down Mm. and not be so ADHD (laughs) about all of it. Um, He actually has people in my life... Oh, I'm gonna like scratch that answer because he gave okay. me something else, okay. right? It's okay. So, but that's we all true. That's all true. It. That no, that is all true. <laughs> yeah. But he is teaching me right now how to, in every moment, trust in him. Yeah. Um, and I know it goes back, but like differently. Okay, so how to speak to people, mm. uh, like into the the minuscule. I think right. you actually touched on this last yeah, week. I did. Look at us, right? Um, I mean, it's not us, it's God, but like. But I've had <laughs> moments where I'm like, I don't know how to handle this, God. I don't know how to deal mm. with this person, and he's like, I'll. I'll do it. Yeah. And then I get into it and there's this piece about it, right? Yeah. Whereas I would have tried to avoid it as little Rob. Yeah. Right? Because (laughs) you're afraid to fail. Afraid to fail, afraid of judgment, afraid that this person won't like me. Yeah. Afraid of what the world would think of me. That's so debilitating, isn't it? It's super debilitating. Like like living your life like that all the time. But the power that comes from letting him lead you in those situations is unreal. Yep. Like... I can't even speak to how powerful it is when he gives you the words to say, but even more than that, like the temperament under it, Mm -hmm. right? Like how to say something that's true and real, but still comes across loving patient, and patient, all of that. Exactly. Right. So like I can say something that somebody might not want to hear and they can still know that I care for them. Yeah. Whereas before I might get panicky and defensive. Yeah, and your right? like back is up. Totally. Yep. But he's been really, really working that way. And I have to say, it's miraculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how else, because I'm I'm so emotionally driven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really am. Yeah. I'm such an emotional person yeah. that it's not in me to do well. Right. Right? There's things I can do well. Yeah, but that's not one of them. That, that, that hasn't <laughs> yeah. been one of them. Yeah. And it, he's making it mm, one of them through him. So through him. Yeah. That's so good. That's why we need the fruit of the spirit. Like, I know. I'm like, really glad like, I scratched that last truly, answer. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> 10 out of 10, that answer. Okay, wh- what is your hope or um, for your future? Like, how do you see him impacting your future? What's hmm. your, Yeah, you know? my biggest 
desire and prayer is that I would impact people with hope, with love. Like, mm-hmm. I want people to feel loved yep. because I'm in their lives. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, because I think that when people feel loved, it opens so many doors for them. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to believe that people can start going after dreams just because they feel loved. Mm, and they feel safe totally, to do so. Totally. Because of that love. Totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm not going to approach people from the mess that they're in but from who they could be in Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, just let's see opportunity. Let's see what God can do. Yeah. If I just sort of get out of the way a little bit, yeah. let him do through me, yep. and uh, stop trying to GM this whole situation. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this, yeah. like, last episode, I know, too, because, I, I mean, it's... But we should be, like, we should be having the same kind of, like, commentary, yep. because, like, that's who Jesus is, right? So, like, it makes sense that we're kind of... We're saying the same thing in a different way. And we've gotten here mm-hmm. two totally different stories, but it's still the same impact at the end yep. because, like, that's who Jesus is. That's who that's God is. absolutely true. Like, I had a very different story. You had a very different story. But our middle road is the same because... <sighs> Glad you brought it back like, to the middle road. The middle so road, good. right? We ain't living in the ditches. We're not living in the ditches. And, like, we need to get out of there. Like, yeah. we need to be... Yeah. So I think that's so interesting. I love that. You're so yeah. good at succinctly wrapping things up. Really? Like, yeah, really good Thank at it. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my story. Beautiful. Completely, Thanks for sharing. I'm completely sticking to it. If you ever... As you should. Yeah, no. But... God's moving. We're going to keep going with this impact thing. Like, there's yeah. a reason we're sort of sticking with the impact theme. Yeah, it's we because... Wanna, we want to dive deeper. We don't want this to be surface. No. Like, we don't want to give you another... I'm like going off on a Not tangent. platitudes, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't want to give you another thing like, oh, I want to listen to this, like Jesus podcast and we're going to do like this. Da, da, da. It's like, no, Read we... Read your Bible, we, pray every day, yeah. and you'll grow, grow, grow. Hallelujah. Now, that's like, true. <laughs> it is true. But like what you're saying is like Jesus comes to bring transformation and mm-hmm. like you're continuously supposed to be transformed. Yes. Right? If you're cool with it, that's a really great place to, yeah. to leave this End thing. It. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks me for sharing. Thanks, Thanks, Rob. I say thanks me for listening. <laughs> thanks, Rob, for sharing. And thanks for everybody who's listening. Absolutely. <laughs> so have a really amazing day. Thank you for listening to There Must Be More Podcast, a production of Bethel, Ottawa. You can catch us on YouTube where we would love it if you liked and subscribed. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. <laughs>